Blog Talk Radio. Las Vegas. It is a Friday night special. Report. We're here to report something very special to you. And as the marijuana kicks in, I get a little more and more paranoid, and I wonder if I should even discuss the special report tonight. What do I gain by outing and destroying an evil plot to take over America? How? How? How do you think the people that are planning to do this 
uh, you know, you're going to find my car accidentally falling, you know, blowing up accidentally after you started. I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a tough, tough situation. And honestly, why, why go, I don't know, why go through this, expose all these people and expose what's really going on in America right now. I mean, it's uh, a lot of people don't see what's going on. I don't know. I don't know if I should talk about it or not. I don't know. I've really been struggling tonight with this because I've done a lot of research today because I can't do anything. I can't really. Today, though, I got up and um, we're seeing some progress today. We're seeing some progress uh, I'm starting to get uh, starting to get uh, skin tone back on my penis. Uh, the blood has receded. All the swelling is gone. Um, much less painful. Much less painful. And I honestly think it's just because of uh, the medication that I'm using. That is completely illegal. But, you know, what, what am I going to do? I feel the best I've felt since the incident. It's been one week now, seven days. For those of you tuning in to the Triple X Sex Show, tonight we're sorry. I can't talk about sex. I can't get worked up. We've come this far. My penis has regained its color. I thought it was dead. Now the stitches are about ready to come out. I got an appointment tomorrow morning to get the stitches removed. And uh, I just feel a million times better today. I do. I'm feeling optimistic about my penis making a full recovery. It, it really, just the last couple of nights, it has made an, an enormous uh, transformation. The doctor told me it would happen. He said there was just, uh, once the blood excess blood that was stored in there drained, the color of my beautiful penis would be back. So I'd like to report that the colorization of my penis is back to back to normal. So I know I know you guys were all worried about how's Johnny's penis. I know. I know you're always worried about my penis. So I, I had to give a penis update. Everybody's concerned. I want to thank all the well-wishers and uh, the support and the support from my ex-wife. And uh, without you guys, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. I probably would have killed myself, honestly. Uh, at least I have this to look forward to every night. You know what I mean? So, yeah, very positive. Looking at the bright side. Looking at the brighter side of life right now. Of the, uh, It looks like I might regain a penis. It looks like it might come back to form. But I'm not I'm knocking on wood. I'm just impressed. But it just seems funny. I learned how to treat myself, and I learned how to, uh, when you're not feeling anything, your body moves around, and you're not, you're not protecting your injury as much, and it kind of moved it around a little bit, and I was able to kind of, but anyways, it's back to normal color today. It's no longer, no longer black. No longer looks like a black, a burnt hot dog. It no longer looks like Mr. Deed's foot. 
I got a bad, bad roll job on this joint. I'll tell you that right now. If you want to get on the action tonight, 515-605-9354. All right, let's get to the show tonight. Let's get to the enough about my penis. And uh, the sex show will be back next Friday, but let's get into it. Ah, do I want to get into it? Do I want to get into it? Let's just report the news story. A few weeks ago, in Fargo, North Dakota, an Islamic terrorist, a Sudanese Islamic terrorist, shot and killed one police officer and shot and wounded four other police officers before the Fargo North Police, uh, North Fargo Police Department shot the motherfucker, killed him, took him out. Inside of his car were bombs big enough to blow up another World Trade Center. Bombs, explosive devices that he was planning on setting off until the Fargo, North Dakota police were trying to apprehend him, but brutally shot him. You know, Johnny, okay, yeah, so some crazy, no, this guy is an Islamic terrorist with ties to terrorism. I'm not even going to say the name. I don't want, I don't want, uh, we all know, okay? There's, there's a few terrorist groups. So we go over to the kindness of our hearts and uh, our uh, blindness of religion. So the Lutheran Church of Fargo, North Dakota, decided that they need more money. They need more people in this town, and they need more people to believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. They need, it. They need him there. They need these Sudanese refugees to come to Fargo, and uh, we will convert them to Christians and we're going to give them housing and clothing, and we're going to give them everything they need to come over here. Cause, and we'll bring them up to Fargo because we're all great people, and we'll treat them really good. And it's going to be great. So 50,000 Sudanese and Syrians, Syrians, we took... 50,000 Sudanese and Syrians and shipped them to North Dakota, Fargo. Fargo's population was 75,000 people. So they take, uh, basically they take a town and have turned it half into Islamic terrorism, terrorist camps, basically. Because we need to spread the word of Jesus. And now we're getting chatter, sleeper cells, and we're starting to find out that these churches have been bringing over these terrorists now for uh, roughly the last eight, nine years. Catholic charities. Uh, the, the Lutheran ones are really bad. The Lutheran ones are really bringing a lot of these guys over. I'm not saying they're all terrorists, all right? Not some dumb hillbilly buttfucker 
that thinks everybody that's a Muslim is a terrorist. I'm not like that, but they are bringing terrorists over here. And they have found them. With bombs in his car, ready to blow up a fucking skyscraper. He shot and killed a police officer, and he wounded four others. But yet, there's no coverage of this whatsoever anywhere, is there? No. There's no coverage. And it should scare the living shit out of you. Look where you're at. Look at the city you're living in. And they're, they're bringing the, um, these guys. And it's a lot of men, too. It's not like families. It's like men. Horny Sudanese and Syrian men dropped into a community. I know the people of Fargo are nice people. I know they've embraced all these people. I know they've, 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 but you've completely destroyed their town to a point where a lot of the original residents have sold their houses and have moved because of the harassment of these refugees. I know the idea of refugees is it's fun and games. It's, it, it puts a little warm and fuzzy feeling in your little tum-tum, doesn't it? But there's, there's two worlds that we live in, okay? There's, a, um, there's the real world, okay, where no matter how much you scream, no matter how much you cancel, no matter how much... You scream at the top of your lungs that this guy's racist, and this show will be called racist tonight. Whatever. They scream and they holler. Racism, 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 this, that, that. While not looking at the ball. Your eyes are off the ball. I can go really deep. I mean, deep. I mean, it's it's really bad. It's like really bad. We're bringing in these refugees at alarming numbers and nobody's reporting it because everybody's scared. If you say anything bad about a Sudanese refugee that come from a war-torn country or a Syrian who face uh, death every day in the war-torn countries, you... um, you feel sympathy. And I, and, and I like the idea. I like the idea of bringing these people that are scared and are going through bombings every day and the gas, gassings and it's horrific over there. But now it's a very horrific place in Fargo, North Dakota. The residents are scared. And that's just one guy. One guy had enough explosives to take down a goddamn skyscraper. One guy in Fargo, North Dakota. And I said, all right, let's go down the rabbit hole. Let's go down the rabbit hole. And you start going down the rabbit hole and you start getting more scared. You go to the Lutheran uh, Ministries website and you can support and you can house and you can bring these gentlemen into the country Help them up, because we're good people in America. I mean, people are good in America. If you're down and out, we'd like to help you out, unless you're, you know, 
a block up the street from us. And uh, like no one will even let you take a shit anywhere. So you have to literally shit in the streets. We don't care about you, but we care about these Sudanese and Syrian refugees. We care about these people more than the guys that are actually physically shitting on our streets. That's a whole other show for a whole other night. I know. But then you start looking deeper, and it starts getting scarier and scarier. They they have um they have placed over two hundred seventy two thousand refugees in the United States in small communities: Bosman, Montana, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Heavy, heavy Minneapolis. So basically the nicer the people. Uh, Detroit, Michigan, of course, is famous for hosting. Uh, Muslim families hasn't been a lot of problems up there. They've kind of blended into society, and they've kind of turned a corner up there in Detroit. They've gotten not a lot of them shooting people, but there's a new group of these refugees coming over, and they're stocking up on arms. How a guy that's just got here, this guy in Fargo just got here, basically, off the boat, into Fargo. Within a short period of time, the guy is able to get bombs and guns and uh, goes crazy, shoots 60 rounds before he gets taken down. Car full of bombs. Scariest thing I've ever heard. And not one, not you won't see it on YouTube. I can't, I won't post this on YouTube. I'm not crazy. I ain't posting this anywhere. It was stupid to talk about tonight. So then you start looking, and then you start, and then you're looking at arrests. Bosman, Montana. Three officers shot and killed. Then you go to um, Carina, California, where a family of six at a farm were murdered. And ammunition, guns, money, and vehicles were stolen from this family that was brutally murdered by these men from uh, Syria. Oh, you want to keep going? You want to keep going? Woodsban, Oklahoma. Woodsban. Population 36,000. They decide to put 8,000 Syrian refugees there. It's a farming community. They need the workers. And uh, it goes deeper than just the church. You don't think the church gets kicked back for bringing in low-income workers? The fucking Sudanese making every goddamn Burger King, every fast food worker in Fargo, North Dakota, is Sudanese or Syrian. Which most of them are fine people. Most of them are looking for American dream, but there's more. There's more shootings. These refugees that have been brought in have created nothing but chaos in these small communities. Um, there's been people that have been uh, 
This one in Tallahassee, Florida, a man's arm was chopped off by a Syrian Muslim terrorist with a machete. The guy was just taking his garbage out of an apartment complex. A man jumped off the roof of a garage and chopped the man's arm off with a sword. Fortunately, police were driving by at the time and shot this man. Another guy, stockpile of weapons, Islamic jihadist. So with our kindness, they see it as a weakness. The kinder the community, the more uh, accepting these people are to them. No, they're here to kill you. They're not here to start a new life. I mean, 90, 90, 98, probably 5% of them that are over here are, are good people. But there's been an upkick. There's been a big upkick in these refugees killing, maiming normal people. What do I mean normal people? Just like American citizens. American citizens that, you know, lived here the whole life and paid taxes and the reason why this place is a great place because they've, you know, contributed to the building of this country. And now the people that are in charge want to um, bring in people that are going to destroy it. So we'll need them, apparently. I don't know. So as we sit and we watch the Mexican border and we talk about the the Mexicans coming in, the Mexicans, the Mexicans, the Mexicans, and the South, South Americans, so worried about these people coming in, they're not finding these guys with uh, – last time I've seen – I haven't seen a uh, Mexican nationalist with a uh, car full of bombs that can blow up a goddamn skyscraper. These guys are trickling in. They're getting in the line, blending in, and coming over here to kill us. Now, you think uh, it's bad here? Canada, the most bleeding literal heart country in the world, the most kind, logical, great place to live if um, you're not an Islamic jihadist. It's shocking. Look from town to town, every heartbreaking story, family of three, uh, a father and son was shot and killed. For no reason. Just because they had a uh, cross on their truck. They're coming after anybody with any type of religious affiliation whatsoever. So uh, you want to flaunt your Christianity, be careful with these guys. These guys are uh, bad news. So as uh, we can't be racist and we can't speak up, can't speak up because then I'd be racist. I'd be saying that every single one of these people is a terrorist, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying some of these people that are coming over this way that people aren't even paying attention to are fucking terrorists. They're coming over the goddamn border. Not even the border. They get flown in on a normal airplane. They don't, they're not rafting over. They're not crossing some Real Grand River with extra crocodiles and barbed wire to get here. 
They're not risking their lives taking a thousand mile hike from Venezuela. No, they're flown over on an airplane and given snacks and beverages. And then they, you get here and then you have a house waiting for you, a job waiting for you, clothing, food, everything you need. Here you go, terrorists. Why don't you go ahead and settle in? So, uh, uh, but you want to kill us in a few weeks, at least you can do it on a full stomach because we're nice people here in Fargo. It's been a special report tonight. Look at it yourself. Look at all of these um, shootings. 400 mass shootings this year. 400. How many have you heard about? 12, 13, 14 maybe? 400 mass shootings. Now, out of the 400 mass shootings, buckle your seatbelt, folks. Buckle it up. 270 were Islamic terrorists. 270 of these people are the uh, people that the Biden administration are letting in through the back church loophole. The refugee church loophole. So as you're uh, fighting about whatever you are on each side, these people that you've let into our country, they don't care if you're a Republican. They don't care if you're a Democrat. They see you as an American, and they want you to die. So now we have all these Islamic terrorist groups uh, armed, ready to go, with the bomb-making knowledge better than maybe Albert Einstein, to a point where maybe uh, an atom bomb could be uh, unleashed on us. And we're letting these people in. And anytime somebody speaks up, and says, hey, these guys uh, you're letting in are, are terrorists. Hey, you're, they're black. These people are refugees. See, they, you need to stop being racist. Well, I'm half black. I'm black, I guess. You called Barack Obama black, so I'm about as black as Barack Obama. And you keep it going on. You just don't, you don't look, you're not looking at what's really going on. 270 mass shootings. Now, if the news came on and said, yes, there's been 270 mass shootings in the United States this year by Islamic terrorists. What would you say? I would say I'm a lonely man. I say I had a horrific penis injury last Friday. And I have nothing else to do but to troll you. Everything I said tonight, every fact that I laid out, everything that I said tonight on the air, everything about the special report about the terrorism, where I've gotten you to the point where you're starting to Google and you're starting to go crazy and you're like, did you really, that many terrorists have killed Americans this year? You tell them he's a goddamn terrorist right up the street? No. 
No, there isn't. There's no terrorist attacks. There's no jihadists living in small towns in America. I made it all up to show you how gullible you are. I know all the way through this show, you've been Googling and looking it up, and you're like, is he telling the truth? He is. He's telling the truth. Goddamn Biden let all these goddamn refugees in, and next thing you know, they're blowing up Fargo. Last time I checked, there's no Syrian refugees or Sudanese refugees in Fargo. All of the incidents that I told you tonight were all bullshit. And that's what the guys that you listen to do to you every night. I knew you wanted to hear that. I know you like to hear how Biden is letting terrorists into the country. I know you want to hear that because that's what you want. You want to go, I knew it. I knew that Biden he wants to destroy America. Seven goddamn 50,000 fucking terrorists sent to Fargo. Jesus Christ. It wasn't a real story. Nothing I said tonight was real. Because I like fucking with people like you. My audience knows I was fucking with you. But you don't know I'm fucking with you. And that's what the funny part is. That's the funny part about the new climate that I'm broadcasting in. I still will get a cancellation request from many people who listen to just part of it that they don't like because I'm racist or whatever. but. It's not happening. And I did a little thing this week, and I I really feel bad. I trolled Glenn Beck with that story. And uh, he went on all the syndicated shows around America and reported it as a true story. There was no Islamic terrorist with bombs in his car. We sent him the story. It was fake. Now, I want to see if Glenn Beck uh, will, uh, Monday when he comes back on, admit to being trolled. We trolled that bastard so hard with that, what I just told you tonight. That's what I wrote, and that's exactly what Glenn Beck said. Exact same word for word what I just did. We fucking trolled this motherfucker so hard, this fucking moron, this fucking Christian, fucking dry drunk who thinks he's, uh, I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is. He's fucking, I don't know. I don't like him. All right. And we trolled him hard. And he spent the last (laughs) day broadcasting about these uh, fake terrorists that we made up and sent him. That's how gullible you people are. That's how bloodthirsty you people are for Joe Biden. You actually believe that Joe Biden is specifically bringing terrorists into this country on purpose. You you think that. I just told you that. So it's got to be true, right? Some guy in his – some guy with a broken dick in his bed staring at the ceiling in Las Vegas right now knows it all. I know it all. You know, I got all the inside information because I do a silly radio show that um, 
So, you know, I know all. So you listen to me. I'm an expert. So all those people that were listening tonight thought that I was putting on a real broadcast. Well, the joke's on you. But the bigger joke is on Glenn Beck. Because we trolled him so hard. We have an inside guy there, and we're going to continue to do it. This might have been the greatest, greatest troll job of all time. We'll see if Glenn mentions it Monday. We'll see. I'm, I'm really curious. I want to see if he wants to admit that he's been trolled on or if he's just going to never talk about it again and pretend he never said it. Because these guys are liars. Are liars. Glenn Beck is a fucking liar. He goes on and did just what I did tonight. He goes on and makes shit up to scare you. So you'll tune in again tomorrow, and you'll buy this stupid pain relief cream that he's trying to push, or this stupid fucking shit you throw on your dog food. He's a he's a smart guy. I'm not going to deny that. Puts on a quality program. Yes, he does. Professional broadcaster, but he's full of shit. He's a liar. And he got trolled by a lonely little fucking internet host that broadcasts live at 3 in the morning. You got tore up by an amateur like me. Tore the fuck up. We tore you the fuck up. We call that. We call that tearing you the fuck up. Glenn Beck, we tore you the fuck up. Glenn Beck went on the radio to push the Republican dog whistles and so that he personally went to Target and there were swimsuits there for boys to tuck their penises. I physically went to Target. I saw the swimsuits. I was outraged. I have banned Target. Well, in reality, the target that was that he said he went to never even put out the LGBT displays in Texas. They haven't had a, didn't have a chance yet to put them out on the shelf. And there was never a tuckable swimsuit for children. So if they were, if they, if it never existed and it wasn't there, how did he see it? It doesn't matter because you people are so stupid and believe whatever this dry drunk says to you. Glenn Beck is a piece of shit. Why do you think Fox fired him? He's a fucking cocksucker. He really is. And not in a gay way. That makes any sense. Nothing wrong with sucking cock. So my best friends suck cock. What are we talking about? I just didn't say the word cocksucker. Now it just made me look like an idiot. But it made you look like an idiot, so I guess we're even. He lies. He lies. Just like I did tonight. I could go out and do a show like I did tonight and be the king of Rumble. I could be the king of Newsmax. I could go to... I could get an audience. I could become Jim Brewer 2.0. But I think it's funnier to fuck with people like you than to suck every dime you have from you. Not only does Glenn Beck lie to you, he writes misleading books. 
He scares you about AI. What's he going to talk about AI today? Today he talked about the Shroud of Christ. The Shroud of Christ. This guy has got to stop. We're canceling guys because they say uh, a word wrong or have a wrong opinion or maybe got fucked up in 1987 and threw some blackface on. Those people we throw off the air. Those people we cancel their syndications. Those people are gone from our lives. Roseanne, gone. But the guy that gets up every morning and talks to millions of people in this country and straight up lies about everything. Bends the truth, lies, makes makes stuff up like the swimsuit. Just to give you one example, because these guys always want an example. And I can out Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly. All right, I'm not uh, been around the block a few times. All right, Bill, because I that's a Republican. Well, give me some examples. Well, here's here's your example. Well, give me some more examples. Well, here's more examples. Yeah, well, uh, Biden's stupid. But I gave you all the examples. You're you're kind of fucked up because you think I'm full of shit. No, no, I'm talking about. So you want me to give you examples so I look stupid. And when I can't give you an example, you're going to pounce on me. But if I uh, do give you an answer and an example, you ignore it and move to the next thing because you're a shitty broadcaster, Glenn Beck. He... Uh, how this man su- succeeded in this business to, to this day, I will never figure it out. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. I want to thank everybody that got the joke. Some of you didn't get the joke tonight. That's, that's going to be the funny part because my normal audience, my people, by the way, we just got cut off live. I just kept going. I there's by people in uh, France. And uh, South Af- France now, number one. South Africa, number two. Uh, France, you went, it went up by four more. So you guys are pretty much 50-50 right there. That's the majority of our audience. And, of course, good old Thailand coming in at number three. We, Thailand, we love you. Solid, solid, solid showing. Canada showing up at number four. Canada at four. Pretty impressive. Australia coming in five off from out of nowhere. Might have talked something about Australians. I don't know. I don't know why Australians all of a sudden are listening. And, of course, our great friends in Germany. We want to thank everybody for number one English-speaking podcast in the world. Why? Podcasts in the world right now. English-speaking. The guys that speak French in France, uh, they do a little better than me because, you know, more people understand what they're saying. But my French audience can go over to Rumble, check us out at MHH Network, and uh, everything is uh, subtitled in French. So thank you guys for listening. And uh, last night we had 212, 687, pretty impressive, over the 200,000 mark uh, for three straight nights. And that's very, very impressive. Thank you guys. You guys are the best. That's why I'm on. It's like... Uh, do I really want to let 200,000 people down? Like tonight, I'm just sitting here looking at the microphone. I'm like, man, same feeling it tonight. I don't want to do the sex show because I can't get aroused. 
and I don't know, I'm kind of on a morphine float. I've been on morphine now for, I don't know, three days now, and uh, I feel great. I really feel great. I think I'm going to keep this in my maintenance schedule. I've done research. As long as you don't overdo it, you could do this the rest of your life and feel this good every day, as long as you're getting morphine. But, the, you know, that's it's old school, man. It's been around since the 1800s. The fact that I can't treat my pain with, with medication to this day will always fuck me up. Will always fuck me up. I want to thank everybody for listening to my troll episode tonight because I just I had to do something weird. I had to do something to not think about sex. Nikki's out on assignment tonight. And uh Yeah, that's it for tonight, man. That's it. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the joke. Hope I didn't scare you all into thinking that there's a uh, terrorist cell in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> I bet you believed it for a couple minutes. All right. Good night, everybody.
what a great show, isn't it? Huh, everybody? It was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the, some nights I do shows for myself. Tonight was one of those. But before we leave tonight, I'd like to read you another expert. Excerpt, not expert. Excerpt. Sorry. I'm on drugs. Okay? Sorry. Before we leave tonight, I want to leave another excerpt of um, my upcoming poetry book, Getting Ready to Release. Cush Woods. Cush Woods, A Journey into Cush Woods of Self-Discovery and Enlightenment. So this is um, poem number three of over 747 poems that I wrote while in the woods. Are you ready? As I hear the twigs crack, all I can see is something big and black. It looks at me in the eyes with a fish in his mouth. That was his surprise. Puts the fish down on the lake shore, looking at me, and he began to roar. As the beast arose onto feet and threw his arms, so nondiscreet. You could hear his bowls, his bowls from the bottom of his stomach going through the forest as his new victim, his new lunch. This one way bigger than his fish. His name is Johnny Cush. <laughs> 